0: Shareholders are the scourge of the video games industry, the scourge of everything practically, because they don't—they don't produce anything; they simply take. Hello, everybody, and welcome to WCCF Tech. <clears throat> no, cleaning throat. See, I'm dehydrated. It's too warm here. You Italians don't know what it's like to have hot temperatures. Yeah, we're- that must definitely be done. No, no, never. No clue. No, no clue at all. Right. Um, what were we talking about today? Uh, a few acquisition stuff. Francesco's pet thing. Yeah,
1: I, I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy, Unity, and something to do with MMOs. I don't know. It, that's going to be all, Alessio. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. In fact, I've never even heard of TenoCon. What's TenoCon?
1: Same. I've never heard of it. But I don't play MMOs anyway, so it's probably my fault for not knowing.
0: Have you ever heard of
2: Warframe?
1: Yeah, I've heard but of that Warframe. one. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's the convention of Warframe. But why? Why I've not been. call it WarframeCon? WarCon. I don't know. I
1: don't know. Well, no kind of-
2: Tennos are the name of the playable characters. So
0: that's yeah, reasonable. fair enough. Yeah. So let's start with the quick and easy, then the acquisitions. Uh, we've had a few confirmations. I'll just run... Yeah. Well, the two I know of, anyway. Sony's finally confirmed their acquisition of Bungie. It's all gone through. And... Yeah. And the Haven, too.
2: Yeah, uh, the studio and... from
0: Jason Haven. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, so nobody important there, because they haven't made anything. <laughs> what's Jade? To be fair, it's like nothing against her, but what's she done in a long time? Well, I mean, she did uh, have to go through
2: the Google hell.
3: Well, uh, oh, yeah, longer.
2: I
0: suppose that would sort of like crush you, crush, crush everything you've ever done. Um, and then, yeah, and then Supermassive games, which is well a company I really like, so and they've been bought by Nordisk, which is yeah, just weird. <laughs> yeah,
2: so Nordisk is kind of a Scandinavian group, and they are uh, they are buying uh, quite a bit of game studios, yeah, for In example, they have acquired Avalanche. Yeah. Uh, they also acquired uh, uh, Mercury's team, the developers of, uh, yeah.
3: you In know, Castle the Castlevania. And yeah,
2: and also most most recently the new Metroid yeah. game. Uh, so they, they've been acquiring a few studios, not, you know, big ones, but uh, still relatively important ones. So it's an interesting acquisition, actually. They already had uh, a thirty percent stake, so I'm guessing they just upped the stake, and yeah. uh, they now have majority.
0: So you just don't really hear much from. I mean, they've got some small investment. They, I suppose, Nordisk Games is just they're trying to. Well, I suppose just grow. Uh, they've had a few because it, it was it started as a film company. It was uh, like Nordisk Films where, um, yeah. It yeah, is, yeah, it's like distribution of like I think they distributed Sony's stuff. Um, Nordic Film Interactive they distributed in the Nordic con- countries and then in the films. I just the ones I remember by them are if you watched Midsummer, which came out like three years ago. Um,
2: no, I haven't watched it, but I I heard of it.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. So I I suppose they're growing and then they're just thinking of growing in games, but it's like. Yeah, their investments, yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, Avalanche, which they've not really done a lot lately. Uh, they but, got uh, them like four years ago. They are doing a
2: new exclusive game with Microsoft. Uh, it's called Contraband. Uh, so,
0: yeah. But yeah. well, when they... it comes out, see how good it is, yeah. Um, but. And then... Go on, sorry. No, I was just uh, thinking
2: that. It might make se- made sense because, uh, as you said, they have been uh, acquiring some game studios, but they, you know, they started as a film company essentially. Uh, yeah. So maybe they are acquiring Supermassive because let's face it, their games are basically movies, mm. playable movies. Mm. So it would seem like their IPs are quite well. Uh, suited to be adapted, you know,
0: for the big or small And To be fair, I could live with that. I don't, I suppose I don't know how that will work, though, because it's the Supermassive Do Supermassive own the IPs?
2: Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> until Dawn uh, most, most certainly don't.
0: I no, no, Sony, Sony definitely own Until saw. Dawn. Yeah. Um, I imagine 2K owned The Quarry as well. Yeah, maybe uh,
2: the Dark
0: maybe that one. Yeah, probably just the Dark Pictures, I imagine. They're, mm. they're probably, yeah, because they're the ones who license them. So, yeah, I imagine they've got the Dark Pictures ones. Um, yeah, other than that, um, yeah, like you say, it could be a good move. It's essentially a Dark Pictures series like, um, you know, like American Horror Story.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, it will make sense, yeah.
0: Maybe they can ship it to to Netflix or some other... Ah, Francesco um, loves his Netflix. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, more Netflix adaptations, yeah.
0: Well, they,
2: <laughs> they can certainly get a lot of bucks, though, from uh, your licensing. Yeah, is just- yeah, it makes
1: sense financially, but if you like those things, and Netflix gets their hands on them. Oof. I ah,
0: sure. don't mind. Once, once you've watched the new Resident Evil, you'll probably still feel the same. Well,
1: we'll see. Yeah, I may, ch- <laughs> I may change my opinion. Yeah.
0: As I say, we've uh, still uh... got to figure out how Amazon's going to do Lord of the Rings as well.
1: I'm not going to watch it. I already, I already <laughs> seen enough. Sorry.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm not even. Watching I don't it tru- really. I don't
1: trust them. Y- y- you, know what the pro- the problem is? Is it may even be okay, but. It's probably not going to be the case with The Lord of the Rings, because it's Lord of the Rings. But yeah. the moment the, the show goes bad, they're going to close it. They're going to cancel it and leave things like that. They did that with The Man in the Eye Castle, which is a series I loved, until the fourth season. The last one. And you can tell the last one was rushed. was yeah. terribly rushed. So I don't trust them.
2: I mean, like you said, Lord of the Rings is much, much bigger. Yeah, than then this again. may
1: not be the case, but who knows? With them, their well, their their expectations for that.
2: Yeah. I mean, they they are also handling, uh, I think, uh, Fallout and God of War, so I don't think. Uh, I think we we better hope that uh, they get it right, you know, and they keep. Yeah, going.
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, it's just that. Uh, I, it, it's not I don't trust them. I, you know, really, I don't trust them.
0: But <laughs> it's not that I don't trust them. I just don't trust them.
1: I I, I really don't trust them. It's just that <laughs> we I wait and see, you know, because the trailers really no. don't get to the re- I really say,
3: oh, okay. I don't know. I I feel
2: like, uh, well, they they have made some great series uh, in general. I think, uh, on on time Video, there are. Of course, some aren't as good, but uh, I think they get a lot of flack, yeah, maybe, you, maybe
0: you more. Know,
1: you know, after the Wheel of Time, they don't They don't get my trust. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, really, well, because it, 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 it started out of, I don't remember, it was eight episodes, <clears> nine episodes, I don't remember. One was the good episode, everyone, and uh, uh, all the others. Why are you doing this?
0: So, uh... So, We'll see, yeah. we'll see, um we'll see. we can move let's just I suppose the only other thing to talk about after that is uh well, on the last acquisition thing, Sony's finally confirmed Bungie, and it's absolutely absurd still, I still think it's a waste of money, three point six what billion absolutely absurd,
3: yeah, uh, I don't think it's a waste of
2: money, but uh, you know, as Michael Pactor said. Back then, it's just much. They have kind of paid like four million dollars per developers, you know, uh, when yeah. you consider the ad count. And usually, it goes like one million tops. So it's uh, super valued. And uh, but uh, at the same time, I do think they are a good fit for each other because, as we've uh, discussed before, Sony is le- uh, leaning into life services. And Bungie has a lot of experience with that. And on the other hand, Bungie basically wants to leverage Destiny and the next IP that they are building into cross-media franchises. And Sony, of course, is great for that. So I do think they are a good fit, but I also think Sony definitely paid a lot for that.
0: Yeah, I I said what I think. I just think it's a (laughs) rip-off.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe the all of the acquisitions in the industry, especially Microsofts, maybe they play the factor. You know, uh, they forced Sony to come with a higher offer. Yeah, yeah
1: raising prices, the base prices. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, one of those things. Just to wait and see, to see what they actually get out there. Um, uh,
3: actually
2: I, I do have uh, an extra tidbit uh, on the acquisitions topic to uh, apparently basically um, it seems like the FTC is going to have to decide in the next 30 days whether to approve Microsoft's uh, acquisition of mm-hmm. Activision Blizzard so if they don't have any further objections basically uh, in the next 30 days it will go through That's the, so now we have a deadline. And of course, that doesn't mean the acquisition will uh, entirely close because basically uh, there are also the U- uh, the European Union and the UK's authorities, but uh, <laughs> generally they kind of fall in line with what the US authorities decide, you know. So if uh, if the FTC gives the green light, I think it's mostly done. Really. Yeah. So uh,
3: we'll yeah.
0: see. Yeah. It could be done sooner than expected. Yeah. So just one of those things, wait and see. Um I suppose I yeah. Well we'll move to the content. we'll move to the ranty topics at the end actually. That's probably the best to leave them till the end. Uh, <laughs> uh go on. T- we we've talked a lot about Final Fantasy before, so go on, talk to us about Final Fantasy sixteen. Didn't we, didn't we mention this before? No, uh,
1: not really. He said something similar, but okay. not really like this. But Go yeah, it's then. not entirely new. Yeah. Well, uh, Final Fantasy XVI is not going to be an open world game. And I say, yeah. thank you, thank you. Because we, there, there are way too many open world games that don't really feel open world. They're just big for the sake of being big. And yeah. Okiyoshida Yoshida said that there is a reason for that, because it, it would have taken, like, 15 years to develop an open-world Final Fantasy sixteen.
0: In Which, reality, you know, knowing, knowing, you know, knowing Square.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, he was talking about someone in particular, like Mura uh, and uh, the, the Final Fantasy 7 Remake team, although they're making up for it, you know, because... I am pretty sure the, the the part three is not going to take as long as. Well, part two is yeah. not taking as long as part one anyway.
0: To be fair though, uh, that, yeah. I think that's sort of the cumulative effect of the fact that they've got all the assets already. <laughs> you yeah, know, like the characters well, yeah. are done, they, they get. You know, you, yeah. you
1: know, it's it's Square Enix. They always know how to make things go bad, even if they have everything, everything ready.
0: No, yeah. True.
1: And. Uh, it, yeah, and then he was talking about turn-based combat, which is actually a, a very hot topic among fans, and I wasn't expecting it. And he said that turn-based, uh, they decided we'd go, to go with real-time combat because it's, it's, uh, it will appeal better to younger audiences. Yeah. You know, I'm going, to, I, I'm going to say that it appeals to older audiences as well, because I really, really don't like turn-based combat anymore, oh. unless it's very fast.
0: Like Persona 5, for example. We, ha- we had this discussion cost. last time. I don't mind. Yeah. It depends. Yeah. I'm just thinking it now. Depends, you look at yeah. the massive gap between like the core Final Fantasy games now. It's like 15 came out ages ago. And yeah,
1: 2016.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I guess I reviewed it, and that's so long ago. It's mental. They do need yeah. to. I mean, yeah, we had the Final Fantasy VII remake, but they need to improve. They need to get quicker at this. And yeah, I don't. Well,
1: but Final Fantasy XV went through all that development issues. Final, Final Fantasy Versus XIII getting reconverted into main entry, and you know it was the time when they were having so many issues with yeah. development. Now they they're getting much much better now.
2: I think, though, I mean, it uh, must be referring to, yeah, Final Fantasy fifteen issues, like you said, because it is the only real, real open world game they've made in the series. Yeah. You know? So. You know.
1: Yeah.
2: But yeah. Uh, I think it is uh, far of an exag- exag- exaggeration. Sorry. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you can certainly make a Final Fantasy open world game in uh, five years. Yeah, you six, can.
1: You know, you know, I I you know, I never played Final Fantasy XIV, so I really don't know how good he is. But from what I've read, he, he and his team, Yoshida and his team, they put a lot of care in a lot of things. So I can see them wanting to make everything, you know, not making uh, avoiding procedural procedural generation for the open world. So yeah, I can see that taking way too long if they were doing things in a certain way, but. You know it's just better that it's more linear because it's a tighter experience. when you when you have a strong narrative, it just makes sense to make something less open because it really doesn't if it doesn't yeah, serve I mean, the narrative, it's better to go linear, to be honest.
3: I
2: mean, like you said, I think uh, <laughs> um, it can be good for the game, uh, but at the same time, uh, uh, i'm I'm hoping it won't be as linear or uh, you know, uh, closed corridors.
3: <laughs> yeah, well,
2: I, yeah, games. I don't,
3: I
1: don't, I, I don't think it's going to be like that because it actually,
3: uh, be you know, because it.
1: It, yeah, they, they kind of improved it. You know, the corridor stuff is Final Fantasy thirteen because it was 80% of the game was corridors, but they actually improved that in the sequel. So uh, I think they've learned their lesson, and with Final Fantasy 7 Remake, the first part. They could only do it that way because even in the original it's very linear at that point at the start of the game so they really they really couldn't do it any differently
3: so i mean I,
2: because, as he said he was saying that turn-based combat uh, doesn't appeal as much you know with the uh, first he said with the realism of graphics then he said for the younger generations but uh, It's kind of the same with Corridors. I mean, Corridors, who want them anymore in an RPG? It's
0: it's really... Bring back the old style where you just used to have that world map that you had, like, the big characters walking around. You know, Final Fantasy VII and and whatnot. Bring back that. You know,
1: that was a fake open world because you were still closed off.
0: Yeah, bring back
1: that. So, yeah, it's the best of both worlds. You you feel like it's open, but it's really not (laughs) that open, yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, but by the way, I'm happy it's not turn based. (laughs) I just want to say that I'm happy that it is that they're not going back. That's better, so that it works better for spin offs and that kind of stuff. It really doesn't,
3: yeah, yeah. I think it really doesn't work anymore.
2: Although, I mean, Yoshida also said previously that. It doesn't exclude that uh, you know future installments could go back to it but uh, maybe it meant you know if they were directed and produced by other people <laughs> so maybe yeah really... yeah
1: well, you know if i see some if, if uh, they want to do something that's more menu based i think they would go the route of the xenoblade chronicle series which is a little bit of action, but it feels like an MMO. At least what people say. I never played an MMO. It feels like MMO combat, MMOs combat, that you have all the abilities in a bar and you use them on the fly, without without having to wait. You have to wait for the cooldown of the abilities, but you don't have to, you do not have to wait for the ATP to charge that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so.
1: But well, pure turn-based like Dragon Quest, it's never coming back. It's, it's going to stay some. Maybe even Dragon Quest is going to move away from that, because they made they made some comments about that. So who knows?
0: Well, fair enough. Um, I, it's one of those. I, I'm I'm going to wait and to see. It's, Final Fantasy's changed so much over time, and you know I've. I mean, you'll never get back to how they used to make it, where you had like, you know, 8, 9, and 10 it is a yearly sort of release. You can't do that now with these sort of yeah. games. But um, you, and you wouldn't expect that, because as despite the fact that all those games look brilliant, I don't know how they managed that. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those, wait and see what comes, at, will they move... Yeah, see how this one turns out and see how it's received. Uh, it's Final Fantasy, I'll be buying it. I'll, I'll, I'll be playing it, review or buy or play. I don't bloody know, but I definitely will be playing it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so wait and see.
1: You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful because the two <coughs> trailers are very
0: good. I haven't watched them. I tend to avoid trailers now. I just, like, look... I don't know. I yeah. just saw if the, if the trailer's on when I, if I happen if the trailer happens to be passing my eye, I'll watch it, but I don't seek out trailers much anymore. Uh,
1: you know, I I was I I do this as well, especially if it's a story-heavy game.
0: Yeah. But yeah. I
1: just wanted to see the combat in action. Fair enough. Was, there, there is a Devil May Cry combat designer working on the game. I just wanted to see
0: Yeah. how much Sheesh of was that, that was going to make it, yeah.
1: And a lot of it is making it into Final Fantasy
0: 16. $100. Should be interesting then. Should be interesting. Yeah. So uh, next topic. Go on then, Alessio. Tell us about TenchuCon or whatever it's called.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, TenchuCon is uh, an annual convention. Well, of course, last couple of years uh, there was COVID, so they didn't have it but uh, this year it's back and it's been uh, arguably maybe <laughs> one of the biggest ever. Uh, basically, they have announced another major expansion for Warframe uh, called the Doviri Paradox. And it's another open world map, basically. And uh, they've announced uh, plenty of other stuff for the game, but also two new games. That's the big thing because uh, Digital extreme haven't, you know, they haven't made another game in uh, uh, 10 years almost because uh, Warframe came out in 2013. So it's been a long time and uh, now they've announced a new game. It's called Soulframe. And uh, basically it's going to be... Uh, an action MMO, kind of like Warframe, but it's uh, going to be basically set in a fantasy world rather than sci-fi. And also they've said it's going to be uh, more inclined towards melee combat rather than uh, shooting as Warframe. So it's basically a bit more like uh, the Souls games in a way, in that it's going to be slower. Uh, so the attacks have more weight. You have to dodge stuff like that. It's very early in the game in the development, so it it still will be quite some time before it's released. I think they've said that uh, they want to make something playable. I don't know if alpha uh, by next year. So, you know, by my reckoning, it will be something like. Okay. Uh, Maybe twenty twenty five, by the time it's released, or 2020, late twenty twenty four, maybe. Mm. Uh, but you know the trailer is very interesting, even the art style, and uh, uh, it's certainly maybe more of something of uh, uh, of my taste compared to yeah. Warframe. So I'm looking forward to it. And then they've also announced a partnership with the Airship Syndicate, actually, which is interesting. It's the studio that uh, uh, was founded by Joe Madureira. The yeah, famous comic they football. did... Um,
0: yeah. What did they do?
3: Well, they did... They quite did... A lot
2: of... Dark yeah, they season. did a lot of
3: stuff.
2: They did Battle Chasers as their first yeah. game. Yeah. Then they did the Darksiders Genesis. Which yeah, that's the one expecting. I was thinking of, Dark yeah. Genesis.
1: Yeah, and they did uh, the... Um...
2: Rune King, of Legends yeah.
1: RPG, yeah, Rune King. That's another, another very good game.
2: Yeah, actually, they've been making,
3: uh,
2: yeah, like you said, uh, each game seemed better than the previous one. And uh, you know, in this announcement, they've also said uh, we started slow with Battle Chasers, and then we had some multiplayer in uh, Dark Side Genesis and now with uh, digital extremes they're making uh, an online action rpg uh, fantasy based so it's going to be uh, of course free to play and uh, that's why they decided to to partner with digital extremes because they have uh, experience in the field and uh, you know in the trailer we can see a bit of the of the gameplay so it seems like uh, it's uh, very much action based but it's also As they've said, it uh, it's going to be a world, the biggest world world they've made. So it's going to be something that's uh, uh, a bit like an MMO in that they want players to live in in the game, uh, you know, day by day. So I guess maybe there are some kind of uh, procedural generation techniques to keep players from you know coming back. There's going to be, I guess, loot character progression levels, stuff like that, probably. So, th- as you know, that's very much my gem as well. So uh, yeah. the studio is good and the, the premise is interesting as well. And uh, they haven't said much more than this, but they have uh, told fans that uh, the unveiling uh, is taking place at at uh, the Game Awards. This year, so in December, we should. Uh, the uh... Game advertisements. <laughs> yeah. So we should know more about it uh, by then. So, uh, interesting stuff coming from Digital Extremes. I guess they are kind of branching out a bit from Warframe. Uh, the game has been doing very well for them financially. And uh, now they have other projects, you know, one they are publishing it. Publishing it, and another they're making internally, and uh, both of them I think are worth
0: looking forward to. Mm, could be interesting then. Um, well, they're MMOs, so they're definitely your jam. <laughs> They'll all be here, yeah. like. So, what are you playing this time, Alessio? MMO.
3: Well, <laughs> uh, I mean. Uh,
0: you have pre- you have played it. I know, you know, MMOs know. for I a played, long time. I yeah. have done. I, I have done. I know. I, I think is. I I sort of went off them when I started hating the human race. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that... oh no!
2: <laughs> you know, in these games, you can also choose to play only with friends. You know, and don't say you don't have <laughs> <any> friends because
3: <laughs> because
2: we will hang up
0: this call are free
3: ends
0: free oh dear um <laughs> yeah to be fair what was it like because obviously games comes next month and I got um there's another MMO that someone was that they're trying to get me to have a look at I can't remember which one it is now um like, like should maybe that one. I think no. it might be that, yeah. I don't know. I, I, to be fair, I'll probably... Yes, I think... Yes, Fractured Online, that was it, yeah. So, you know... I, I that's mean, made I, by
2: a studio, but...
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a different studio. I, I may have a look at it, sort of thing. See what time. But, um... Yeah, so so that was TenchuCon. More more MMOs? Um, and yeah. Then we get to the fun topic. <laughs> I, I I'm just conscious talk. about time because I do have to eat sometime this decade <laughs> uh well they no, start with the simple one. It's both about unity, but let's go with the fact that they've uh, now they've got a they've announced a merger with iron source and yeah that's, which that's... Is, <laughs> it's
2: it's bad by itself because you know the company uh, software company is known for uh, Kind of malware. sleeping malicious software and uh, malware basically in their toolbars and other software they've made, yeah. So that, that was already, you know, raising a lot of eyebrows. And then, uh, the CEO, which is uh, who is uh, sorry, an old friend of yours because he was the CEO of uh,
0: Electronic Arts. The worst years. thing is, when he started, I liked him. No, not even yeah. kidding. Not, not, not even satire. When he started, John Ricciello tried, and you could genuinely tell he tried to expand EA. You, you know, EA, during his early, early period, and yeah, the games didn't all take off, but and they did ruin one or two games themselves. Like they tried on Dead Space, and yes, they fucked it up by essentially from the get-go, trying to make Dead Space this multimedia, sort of everything, instead of making it the successful horror game it could have been, accept some success in trying to go for instead of trying to get everything. And, that, you know, Dead Space would have probably still been a franchise that's going today. Would have probably been on Dead Space 7, the makers go to Manhattan, or whatever it would have been called? It's,
1: but it may not have been a good thing.
0: No, no, I'm just thinking no. Yeah, (laughs) it could have ended up being like the Friday the 13th and Halloween films where you've got like, yeah, Yeah. Isaac Isaac goes to Barbados.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, let's get to the real meat. Yeah, because he basically called a lot of developers, uh, those who don't want to kind of... uh, start monetizing their game right in the middle of their design and you know, he prefaced it by saying they are the most beautiful and pure brilliant people and then he goes they are also some of the biggest fucking idiots so I'm going to leave it to you Chris it's it
3: the
0: just, it, it, if you're looking at a mobile game, then it's always going to be the like the game design is always built around keeping you inside, keeping you in that silly one of those freemium games where it's it, every single thing is designed around milking every single penny it can, and in a pure business sense, that's they're there. They're just rat traps. The fact that this has started happening in AAA games and we we know it's happening. I mean, Ubisoft, Assassin's Creed, their, their games, they're not designed around being a fun game anymore. They're designed around being the slowest, most grindiest pile of crap it can be. Just so you'll spend that extra $15, $20 on the Level Up Quicker pack. So... This is the concern. The fact that Rich Teller is saying this and the fact that big studios are already doing this, it's a matter of time before the little studios end up thinking, well, look at the the ones that are all about the money, not about the games. Because he, what he said, these are the people, who are the most beautiful, whatever, these are the people who care about making good games. Ubisoft don't care about making good games. They care, they care about the bottom line. EA, yeah, they don't care about making good games. Weirdly enough, Richard Tello, as I was saying, he did care about making good games. Or he cared about making different games. Mirror's Edge, Dead Space, etc. But then, the shareholders. It's all about the shareholders. And the best companies are those which don't need to answer to shareholders. That will always be... You always need to survive. A company needs to make money. I will never begrudge any company. They need to make money to pay wages to make more things. That's fair. Shareholders are the scourge of the video games industry, the scourge of everything practically, because they don't, they don't produce anything, they simply take. And they usually make things within the industries, within the world, worse by simply taking and expecting and demanding to take more dividends that's, yeah that's what i mean Yeah, it's dividends or share pr- or the increase of share price which increases their net worth which also means that if they need to sell some shares the, you know they're worth more to be able to flog so it annoys me it annoys me because it shows you exactly where and unit is such a big tool it is such a massive tool. So for the head of Unity to be saying this and considering it's such a powerful engine, people think of the crap that gets made in Unity because of the, because there is a lot of crap. Uh, because of how simple it is to develop with and, and all the free packages but there are some amazing games made with Unity and some amazing indie developers and it, yeah. it worries me that these people are going to fall into that trap of believe what Rich Tello says. And um, I mean,
2: many, uh, you know, I don't know the exact numbers, but uh, many people, you know, between the Iron Source thing and, and this, they basically said, I'll try it. They're going to move to Unreal. Yeah. So they are going to lose a few clients at least. So, even uh, just in this light, it wasn't a smart move.
0: Uh, a stupid move. It's a stupid move. Yeah. You don't slag off your your, well, your you, clients. Yeah. You, yeah, you don't slag off your your customers, your clients. It's just moronic. Um, oh. it's just yeah. yeah then he, you know he tried to
2: kind of backtrack. He tweeted that it was all of clickbait and that it was Taking misunderstanding, that he loves, he
3: loves <laughs> the people he that were... Yeah.
0: But, well, of course, it was far too late. Yeah, I'm sure it was taken out of context. That That's usually what happens when you say full sentences. <laughs> Fair enough, if, it, if, it, if someone had just taken, like, two, it, it like, cut up everything and all the words and just made up developers are idiots then yeah that's taken out of context but what he said was very much in context yeah i I don't i don't really have it in me to rant it's more disappointing and it shows the horrible path that the industry has gone on and the fact that again john richard used to be when he started at ea i thought ea were going to you know, EA had a good few years where they were like, okay, this is a developer I actually like again. This is a company I actually like again. And I suppose it's not his fault that the shareholders are the ones who turned him into this. Because, you know, he started out all bright-eyed, bright-eyed, fuzzy-tailed. Let's make Mirror's Edge, let's make Dead Space. Oh, wait, shareholders are saying we didn't We didn't steal enough babies' souls. Now we need to make Dead Space 3.
2: Actually, I think this was kind of related to one of the changes they are making with the acquisition of Iron Source. So basically, uh, Unity, the engine, is going to have uh, embedded monetization indicators now in the engine. So basically, that's the idea. They are saying... To, to developers, you know, <laughs> you have to make the game uh, while, you know, from the beginning uh, taking into account how you're going to monetize it. Uh, so if you don't want to monetize it in, a, you know, with microtransactions, so basically you are, <coughs> you are an idiot. That's what saying. Uh, yeah. To justify this
0: thing. It's disappointing. Good but... going.
1: Great idea, uh, saying things like that.
0: Yeah. Good going. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah.
2: disappointing, you as you said. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they aren't doing so well after... Uh, I mean, Arial Engine has been taking a lot of, uh, mm. of ground lately, I think. Uh, but <laughs> that's certainly not a way to win back... Uh,
0: The sympathies of developers. Yeah. Um, I don't. I I suppose I didn't have it in me to rant. I'm just more sad. I think think he's making me depressed. I might go kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that.
1: Don't do that. I'll wait until after games come. (laughs) (laughs) doesn't deserve it.
0: (laughs) Oh, dear. Right, so. On a less de- depressing note, what and I, I'm going to be quiet in this because I haven't again due to everything I've really not been. Well, I've been trying to play a bit. I've been playing a bit more Formula One. I'm going to actually get this fucking review done a, a decade later, it seems. But it's like i just. I think it's going to be a. Well, it is. It, it's the, the views are going to be crap, so it'll end up being a free before the site. But it gets it done. I need to get back into the swing of things. But what's everybody been playing? Oh, I'm Francesco! Oh, in so... fact, I do need to. In fact, I will say I do need to play something. I've been sent the. I've been sent a copy of um, Roller Durome. Oh, I, mm. I think I've been invited to the beta, and I think I've been inv- invited to the beta. The um, I just applied privately. The beta of the um, Creative Assembly thing. Cool. So we'll see. Probably was, not not say that loud. That's online, though. You have to uh... shut up.
1: <laughs> you have to play with others.
0: Shut up. Yeah. I'm just going to <laughs> pretend like they're it. all bots. Yeah, you can you
2: like it. You can send it over. I'll play it
0: instead. Save your uh...
1: <laughs> the pain of playing with others. <laughs> so
0: go on, Francesco. What have you been playing apart so,
1: from with yourself? Uh, so yeah, I've been playing. Uh, well, let's say two things. But one, one is the type, the type of game that Chris likes. It's a fighting game. Yeah. Well, I, I've, I've been back. I, I, wanted with the Street Fighter Six reveal. I wanted to get back into playing fighting games more seriously. But I try to play I tried playing Street Fighter Five again. The netcode. Okay. Goodbye. Never to see again. And I went back to Guilty Gear Strive. Not much to say because that has great netcode. So I just went back to it. While I'm waiting for Street Fighter 6 to drop, I think that's what I'll keep playing from when I have to, when I feel the need to beat people up and not go to jail for it. And then the next game I played is Gwent Rogue Mage. That it's a, the single player. It's another single player Gwent game, but it's very different from Turnbreaker because that one was more of a an role playing game with a bigger focus on narrative story. This one is a roguelike with the gwent mechanics and to be honest at the beginning I felt it was a weird combination I wasn't really too keen on it but then I played it and it works very 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 well it's a very dynamic experience because of the roguelike mechanics and you have to you have to adapt a lot of times on the fly because of the card of the cards you ta- the cards you get the items and everything else so it's a very good game and it's very good considering it's actually pretty cheap it's like 10 euros on uh, on pc i don't know how much it is on mobile but it's actually it's actually a pretty big game it took me like 30 35 hours to to see everything to complete to complete the story but yeah it's a very good game and if you like Gwent it's even if you like The Witcher, although the story is a little, uh, it's a little on story. There isn't Man. much of it. There isn't much of it. But Man. if you if you like The Witcher or if you like Gwent, even the the, the basic Gwent in The Witcher 3, it's uh, it's a good game and it's very cheap. And uh, for what it offers, it's very very cheap.
2: So, would you say this is kind of the first small step towards CDPR's redemption? <laughs> Or is yeah, it- you know,
1: I know that people like to exaggerate about what CDPR did with Cyberpunk. They are right, you know, when it comes that they just released an incomplete game and all those issues. But if you if you ju- if you you judge a studio from one misstep and you forget everything they've done before, I, I think it's a little unfair, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's their fault that they set expectations too high with Cyberpunk. 2077, But I I said it many times. I actually liked I actually liked that game and it was exactly what I expected. A first person Witcher 3 set in the Cyberpunk world. That's what it was.
0: I don't think it's a case of everybody thinking CDPR are crap now. I think it's people just realizing that they are not like they've not been sent down from wh- whatever god no, they no, pray yeah. to.
1: Yeah, but you know, you know, there are some people that just say "burn them, burn their studios." Oh yeah, that's
0: that. yeah. People like that are just morons. There, there uh, are exaggerations that I think.
1: But yeah, you know, I they they made a misstep with that because they were forced to release it on old general consoles. Probably I, that's the main reason. I, I, I do think it very... was more
0: than just a misstep. I think it was more like jumping off a cliff.
1: Yeah, well, let's say misstep. You know, yeah. it's my my. It, it, you know that's true, but my perspective is that I played the game on PC. It was buggy, but are people saying the same of Bethesda when they release their stuff and it's a bug fest?
0: Yeah, I think after Fallout seventy six, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, after Fallout seventy six, but I remember <coughs> yeah. that I remember Fallout four had a lot of bugs as well. Yeah,
0: I, I th- and I think a lot wasn't... of people realized how bad the older games were because of seventy six. Or yeah, how boogie. Just Not bad, back. but boogie.
1: You know, but uh, at, at release. Yeah, I yeah mean, you, know. you know, it's the problem is they had this reputation of being a company that cares for their customers. I still think I still think it is, but they made that mistake. But
2: you I know, think I'd they like mostly to, um,
1: fixed it.
2: Yeah, I'd like um, to break a spear. Uh, that's <laughs> at least the saying we have in Italy. Uh, I don't know if it, it jives well in english, but the the sense is that uh, you know open world games are very complex to make. And then we can get back to what uh, Yoshida was saying. So if you <laughs> is saying if you make a, if you need to make a Final fantasy open world game with the level of polish she wants, it needs like fifteen years. So you can understand even just from that, that uh, open world games uh, especially if you make them uh, uh, kind of uh, simulated worlds because that's what uh, Cyberpunk is, was trying to be that's what Fallout and the Elder Scrolls games are trying to be you know, all the NPCs have their own kind of lives they go back to their homes uh, all, all that stuff it's complex <laughs> and bugs are bound to happen in no, there's
1: there's one more thing that's we don't say that that often. The Witcher 3, at release, was buggy and it had performance issues on consoles. It was on the level of Cyberpunk, but I played The Witcher 3 the first time I played it on base PlayStation 4.
3: performance
1: was all over the place and there was bugs like items flying around, that kind of stuff. Some crashes too, I remember yeah and most people you know most people play the witcher 3 after it had been updated multiple times and that become you know this cool game that everyone had to play so they have they have a different perception of that game but it had bugs as well i don't know if i don't know if i remember right but the witcher 2 was like that as well the first the first release not the not the updated one and that, then that, that, that got released on xbox 360 i think that yeah. had a lot of issues as well
2: yeah, they, they did enhanced editions <laughs> for both, both games, uh, The Witcher 1 and The Witcher 2. So yeah. that tells you, you know, as we've been saying, if you want a polished experience these days, it, it's really hard to get it uh, on day one, uh, yeah, especially if yeah. grow bigger. Because, I mean, if they made the same games they made earlier, then fine. <laughs> but, you know, people will always want more. They want bigger games Longer games yeah. and that means more bugs, more problems. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's kind so, of yeah. a catch, catch twenty
1: two. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, I, to, to be honest, I expect the next week the, the next The Witcher will not have these issues. They've moved to a real engine, so I, I think a lot of their problems with their own engine is going to be a thing of the past, yeah, yeah, probably.
3: But, but you everyone know, the Witcher, is going to
1: forget.
2: The Witcher by itself is less complex than. Uh, cyberpunk because yeah, for example
3: yeah, yeah, it is. with think...
2: cyberpunk you you had the driving simulation stuff the police that they had to add yeah. and also you had the third dimension like you did jumps you know yeah, yeah. verticality which yeah. is completely absent
0: in the witcher yeah. so uh, near enough is done it yeah agreed um yeah. But I think this should be this could be a good topic for another one though. I'm just thinking we could talk about it all day and I'll have to get to eventually. So I'm just thinking let's talk let's uh, quickly move on to what you've been playing Lesio. Uh
2: well like you said, <laughs> I haven't been playing anything new, so if you want to hear me talking about playing uh, Elder Scrolls Online, but I don't think
3: uh, that's the case. <laughs> I think we've oh. had a
2: lot of that, haven't we? Yeah. If you, want to, if you want to talk a bit about this, but as you said, we can definitely do this uh, on a separate episode.
0: Well, that's it. Yeah. I was going to say there's a lot of these topics instead of the news we can cover in a decent yeah. episode. Uh, genuine talking points which would interest people. Um and I think we yeah. should do that. So uh yeah, I think so essentially only Francesco's been playing video games this time.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well you've
0: been playing MMOs, but yeah. You social person.
2: <laughs> well I am I am a guild leader, so yeah. I can I, I have to look at you.
3: I yeah. Well we well so world.
0: I, I I did a tweet this morning which has currently sat on a lot of impressions. Oh Jesus Christ! Why
1: use Twitter when you hate people? Why?
0: Because I can tell them how much I hate them. <laughs> this is a walking contradiction. That's, yeah, well that's life. That's tweeted an hour ago and it's already on 152,000 impressions. Oh dear. Essentially, just telling people that they're all idiots and it's too hot, global warming <laughs> and all that. But anyway, yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll go get some food before I die of starvation and before it gets too hot. It's gone up three de- two degrees since we started talking.
3: Welcome um, to Italy. I'm
0: not in Italy. I'm in Britain. It's <laughs> meant to be cold.
1: What? Well, welcome to Italy. The, the, Italian expe- the, the Italian summer experience is coming to you.
3: Yeah, well, but, you that,
2: uh, I, think, uh, I think Britain isn't going to cut it anymore with global warming. I think yeah, you have to go to, no, Iceland.
1: No. We have to go on. Yeah, Well, Iceland right. is the goal. Iceland is the goal eventually.
0: Yeah, well, I think so. Or <laughs> the Arctic Circle. Yeah. Right, I think that'll that'll do for tonight. Oh no, see, it's too hot. I'm even thinking it's night time somehow. Um, I'll see you all in a bit. <laughs> yeah. Bye. See you in a bit. Bye.